This is true buzz. That Mary Jane, now we ain't new to this. For my stoners and for my cannabis enthusiasts. Never heard a show as good as this. Yeah, number one, it's the best. Bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis. Business owners to growers, even artists you know of. So sit back and just roll up the perfect show for my smokers. True buzz. Welcome to the True Bud Show podcast. It's your friend and host, Jack Woltering here. And we got episode number 33. Damn. It feels crazy we've been doing this for 33 weeks. Let's get it going. This episode is great today. We got Ellie K. Go check out our YouTube channel below, whether you're watching or listening. You know, we're traveling around with these Skype podcasts recently. We had Brandy is Baked from Canada. Now we're traveling to the other coast to talk to Ellie Kay from Florida, and she lets me in on the Florida game. What's going down there, her inspiration for a YouTube channel, content, you know what I'm saying. It's going to be a good episode. I get some good insight, and I'm happy to share it with my sister because she just recently moved there. Go check out Positive Mind Emily on a previous podcast. And before we get into this fucking awesome episode, let me shout out to the shirt I'm wearing here nectar press what i am waiting for is my buddy chris who I've, I've had on this podcast i've had him on the youtube channel and we do tons of grow videos and tons of edible videos i'm waiting for his harvest because we're gonna press some seriously good shit in the nectar press and if you're looking for a press if you love pressing shit you want to get that good shit you grow at home you want to turn your nugs into some delicious ass goodness go to nectarpress710.com and use code truebudstv get 10 percent off you'll be hitting me a little on the back end and i'll get you on the front end let's get into this episode so it's good to have ellie k on the show today what's happening how's your day going it is good. Um, I'm just just having a, a day. Um, it's a good day. Like it's <laughs> sorry, I get kind of nervous with these podcasts, but like you just gotta go with it, you know. <laughs> you smoking on anything today? Yeah, a little bit. Um like uh, just a minute ago I hit my bong and I was smoking some uh, ice cream cake from a dispensary here called Move. I love Move's products. So Move with like an F. Move. Oh, M-U-V. Oh, move. Like, my bad. My, like, move. Yeah. My headphones are not tuned in, right? Oh, no, you're good. You're good. It's a it's a hard word to, like, I don't know. And if I say it too fast, then... I like, I like it, though, because it makes... It's like... I don't know. I like that. It's move, moving the weight, moving it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. I like that they, um, that they, like, that... Yeah, it's like, cannabis is to help you move or to help you, like, to help you do things. So, I like that is, concept. Is it a, or what's your preferred strain or are you like me where you like indica at night sativa in the day type deal or yeah I mean generally like that's what I reach for is you know indica at night sativa during the day but it really depends and um and I mean I'm kind of open to like a lot of different strains I'm actually not very picky I guess you would say like um I don't know some people are a lot more specific about which strains they like where for me I don't really think I've had like the chance to really like get that specific about my tastes because in Florida we only have so many strains like anyway that the dispensaries kind of all some of them will have like sometimes you'll have two different dispensaries that carry the same strain of you know whatever of flower or some other product but then at the same time like 
yeah, I don't know that you just don't have the same variety as like, um, you know, some of the more established states like California, Colorado. Um, but yeah, and sometimes things are out of stock here in Florida too. Like we have kind of a supply problem. So yeah. Oh, really? Why do you think that is just because the legality is tying it up? Yeah. So that's like, that I think is due to one, the demand there, you know, uh, patients, patients are typically until, um, until COVID started being an issue, t- patients were being added like daily to the registry. Um, it's a big, it's definitely picking up a lot of speed as far as like many, many consumers are wanting medical cannabis in Florida. But um, some of the dispensaries, they run into it, like, you know, having enough products sometimes like there's sort of a um sometimes if you want to get your hands on a specific new product here you have to sort of be fast about it which a lot of patients don't like that some people are at work some people are like i don't have the time to drop everything and go get this new strain but um so there's like that aspect to it there's a little bit of a like go get it while you can until you know until before they want it run out and they you know don't restock for a while um and i think that the reason why some of the dispensaries are like that and they are running out kind of quickly of products and not able to just keep the shelves stocked of like a flower is um is the laws i think i think it's like florida only allows so many so many plants for each dispensary so many this and that and there starts to become these areas where like the dispensaries aren't able to do everything that they want to be doing like they want to grow you know be able to like to supply as much as they can of course but um but they get tied up in these certain laws. Like another strange law in Florida is we have things like we're able to smoke cannabis medical patients I'm talking about. We're allowed to you know, smoke, vape. We have tincture oils that we can consume orally, but we don't have any edibles. Like none of the dispensaries have edibles yet. And that's been a really interesting kind of weird place too for patients here. So yeah. Interesting. I love edibles. I do tons of reviews on them. And um, I noticed too that you have some edible videos, like a gummy bear video you made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. So, so you like the home, you like to do the homemade ones cause you can't, that's where the inspiration came from is that we can't buy them legally, but we can buy something like a distillate or an RSO or something that you can put in your recipe if you want to. Um, so it's just an interesting, like I said, it's an interesting place to be in because yeah, it leaves opportunity for somebody like me to like make a video being like, and, you know, there's other creators out there doing similar things, especially in Florida, I think with, you know, adding their products to a, a, a food recipe to kind of give you that feeling of like, you're using edibles, but it's not the same necessarily as, you know, walking to the store, driving to the store and getting, just buying your gummy bears or buying your brownies yeah. or whatever. And why do you think that is like with the edibles, like what's the deal? I mean, they're the healthiest way to me to consume. Yeah, it, right. Exactly. It's one of those things where it like makes so little sense, but um, my, it's my understanding that there are like, there's, there are some specific laws. Again, it's like a law thing. And I think the concern is, um, is children like, but, but that like, I don't know why I, I don't have children. So I don't really understand any of like people's concerns about children and cannabis. It's kind of a whole different <laughs> whole thing, but, um, but I'm like, there's child safe packaging for the things we already buy. So I don't really understand how that plays into it. But from what I've heard, it's, that's my, that's my guess is why, like, I don't know. It's like, it's like, like I said, there's, if one little thing kind of gets, if there's one law that makes things hard, it can kind of throw off everything in a sense. Like, it's really interesting, like, how that is. And I'm not a law student either, so that's why you kind of hear me using these ambiguous terms like law stuff. And I just try well, to Well, no, I, I feel you because I've been trying to piece it together out here in California as well. Oh, okay. I grew up in Jersey and I lived in the Midwest and Kansas for a while. 
So I've been out here and where it's amazing, like the the laws are, you know, it's recreational out here, sure. but it's still interesting the tie-ups to see with businesses. Like what's on the trajectory for Florida? Like, are they going to do like a recreational ballot or do you know anything about that at all? Or So, yeah, I mean, that's actually a pretty interesting point of conversation too here in Florida. Um, there, so there has, there have been a few different petitions and nonprofits that have come together to try to get recreational on a ballot. And the biggest one to gain a lot of traction last year, which is, it was also really controversial. And I think they're trying to do it again this year. And I'll tell you why it was controversial, but it's, there's something called make it legal Florida. And it's actually backed by like a couple of different large corporate cannabis companies that already exist. And so it's kind of like, okay, cool. There's a petition to make cannabis legal in Florida or for, you know, recreational for 21 and over patient or not patients, 21 and over people recreational here's a petition what's wrong with that right well in the like the, the laws that are being presented in this petition that would go on that would or these amendments that would be if the petition went through if the ballot went through like they don't allow for home grow and that's a huge thing for patients patients really really want and need really i mean they should i think have access to home grow if they're able to buy the plant in a package at the store they should be allowed to grow it too well, are you allowed home grow right now sorry to interrupt so, no 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 no. we're not that's the thing right now so we're okay. not allowed home grow at this point um so that's been a big kind of point of contention as well because sure. yeah so so like yeah um so it's interesting in that sense and it's so the so this make it legal Florida petition I was really excited about it at first until I realized this you know they they're trying to what's happening with that petition is it's really just companies that finally have the the momentum and the money to try and get something legalized finally in our state but unfortunately they also appear to have their own interests in mind above those of the patients because if they really wanted to make it legal Florida, which is a really funny acronym, if I may. <laughs> um, people always joke about that, but um, make it legal Florida is, just, yeah, so it's, it like was a good idea on the face of it, but then once you start to learn more about it, a lot of patients are not so happy with the idea, especially because it's backed by MedMen and then a couple other, so I don't know, there's kind of, it's another, it's, um, yeah, that, so people, so we, yeah, I don't know where it's going to end up and I don't know when if ever, well, I like to think we'll see it happen. And I think we will see it happen. I think we'll see recreational become a thing. I just don't know when, like I was thinking it would be hopefully this year, but then this year, you know, obviously is kind of different than we had all planned. <laughs> That's the truth. So, so in terms of getting your card, cause I know when I came out here about five years ago, they'd had the cards going on for a while. It was relatively easy. I mean, I do have actual like medical things I could get it for you know like such as like a back problem and stuff but like what's it like getting a card out there is it pretty thorough or is it pretty laid back so for my, my experience was that it was extremely laid back well I wouldn't say extremely laid back it was laid back however um, my situation may have been that laid back because I I was already seeing um, a couple of different doctors at the time and I was able to produce um, medical paperwork from those doctors and have them transfer have them transfer that over to my medical marijuana doctor. So they were able to kind of see, okay, here's like her backs. We already know a lot about her or whatever. So it was my, my situation has been, it's been very easy. It's been, um, I would say like, it's kind of pricey. Like we have to go back and renew our cards every, every seven months. And oh, then that, also that's every random. year. It's, I know. <laughs> Who made these rules and how some guys we... like lucky number seven. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, what, like what strain were they smoking when they made these laws? Like what, 
I want some of that, you know? <laughs> so anyway, so it's super crazy. Like it's these little things and I kind of like ticked up. I've started to learn all these, like just more about it than I ever planned to. But at the same time, it's, um, it's super interesting to me and it's kind of my like hobby. Like I just stay super interested in the Florida scene of cannabis and like, I just try to stay up to date with it because there's always new stuff happening. <laughs> Well, it's really cool that you're doing that and you're there. Like, and that brings me to a, another point is what was kind of the inspiration for your channel, uh, your YouTube channel? <laughs> so the channel was just sort of something that like on the one hand, I wanted to make a YouTube channel for a long time. And that, and I, so on the one hand, I like had been thinking about it, but it really kind of was like, a, I woke up one day and was like, what if I finally just make that YouTube channel and I just like make one and I do it. So that was sort of like what that looked like. I was at the time in 2018, I was in a bunch of college classes. Um, I had just like decided to quit my job and go back to college. My job at the time was like nothing had to do with cannabis at that point in my life. Um, but like I was back in college kind of feeling like really confused about my life and just like not really sure what the hell I was doing. And that and a whole bunch of other things led me to starting to use medical cannabis for actual reasons um for medical reasons and um and then i realized there were like no review videos on youtube at that time in 2018 there were like there were maybe two videos in the state of florida like about florida products so i was just like what if we had like a big channel that just like covered a bunch of medical marijuana stuff all the time that would be really fun like a florida based one which you know cuz i i'm in florida and I was like, what if I just did that? So I just started the channel and and it and they went from there. <laughs> so. That's cool though. You found and that's what I did too. Like I, I fused the passion. It's because I can tell you're so passionate about it. It's cool that it like the way it all comes together sometimes is interesting to see. So that, that's why I asked. I was happy to hear it. <laughs> and your channel looks good. All your videos look really quality too. Like even your setup right now on this Skype video we have going for this podcast looks clean. Thank you so do much. You, I appreciate it. Do you have a, like a film background at all? Or you kind of just dabble in it or? Um. So my film and like video photo, like I consider it like photo and video because it, m my passion was in photography first. Like that started a long time ago. I was, um, I was a kid when I first had a digital camera, like, and I fell in love with photography. That was really what captured my heart like at the I, like at, the more I go through these like parts of my life and the more different things I do the more I realize like photography and I mean now video but photography is like my baby I love my camera I'm obsessed um and I it's taken me like so many years the thing about a, a hobby like photography or video is like you can kind of make that like a long-term hobby and slowly dabble in it and learn it or you can throw yourself into it. You can go to college for it. You can, there's so many different ways you can get experience and you can go at your own pace. And it's, I don't know, it's like, it's really nice because with photography, especially and with video, it's like such a, you can make such a cool thing in such a short amount of time, basically. Like you can kind of see your work as you're making it, if that makes sense. Like, you know, you take your picture, flip the camera around, there it is essentially. I mean, you can still edit it and whatever, but um, but yeah, so like my, I just fell in love with photography when I was really young and I haven't let go of that passion ever since. And the YouTube channel was like, that was part of like the catalyst of what created the YouTube channel it was like, I have this freaking camera. I have basically everything I think I need for a YouTube channel. I have like me, I don't know how to talk on camera. I suck at that. And that was totally true for a long time. And no, you don't. You're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> I have my days still, but I've come a long way. So, um, so yeah, it was basically just like a, a big challenge in some ways, but also it was a way for me to like pour some passions that I had and didn't really have any place to put them, like just 
put it in the YouTube channel, basically. <laughs> so it was fun. It was like, a, it, it not was fun, but it is fun. Like, it's still fun. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that's really cool. I've, like I was saying, it's kind of infused all together, <laughs> like, like your infusion videos, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's like, <laughs> but it, it's interesting the way that works, but it shines through through your video. So anybody listening, watching, uh, the links will be below to go check out Ellie's um, YouTube channel. So go give it a peep and check out some of those videos. So, that. so like, what else? Like, so do you know anybody that's gotten in trouble, like with weed out there? Like, is it like, I know when it was medicinal out here, it's kind of just a ticket kind of slap on the wrist type of deal, or is it still more serious? Do you do you mean when it's a situation where somebody's maybe caught with cannabis when they don't have a card? And... Yeah, like an eighth, like an eighth, right. no card. Is it just like a simple ticket? That's a great freaking question. I it's making me realize I need to know more about that because like I don't really like so I've I, like I've known people in my life who have been in trouble for cannabis, but this was generally before it was legal or before like this whole phase of my life started. So it was kind of before it was legalized, um, in which case the penalties were insane. Like I have a friend who I don't want to like tell this person's story too much, but like, <laughs> you know, a couple of years ago, like in 2016 or, so, or, you know, something in the 2010s, like somebody I know was like caught with like two grams of cannabis oil for whatever reason. And it's just so crazy that like that person dealt with that and the repercussions of that for so long and it affected her life and her jobs and things like that and like and then you open your eyes one day in 2018 and it's legal to go and buy it at the store That's so crazy. that was for sure something that like you know this person and I had a deep conversation about it or a couple of conversations about it and I just remember being like I feel so bad and so guilty that I like have two syringes of just like oil just like chilling in my kitchen and it's fine <laughs> and you had to go through like so much just because you had this like the same thing basically and it wasn't legal at the time so yeah it's a mess um but I don't know I don't really know if like the medical program has helped to like ease up on I would think it's probably helped you know yeah, like, it, it, it would make sense but I feel you too because I was the same way that's why, like when you get your card I was like it's just kind of relief too yeah you know, it's like yeah. it's like it's a it's like a weight off your chest at least for me especially when it became recreational as well it's like you don't got to worry about it you know yeah. driving around sure. getting caught but I, in Kansas too because I went back to Kansas for a little bit recently that's where I lived for some years but uh mm -hmm. I was told I haven't done the backup research that if you get caught with a cartridge it's a felony instantly because they don't know the amount in there that is so bad that is like so then the reasoning is so lazy because they like just educate yourselves on it's not that hard <laughs> people's lives are getting ruined over something and it's that's what drives me the most crazy honestly is that cannabis just the status of cannabis in society and the way that it is like I don't know what I can do about it as an individual or what I need to like what I don't know what the answer is but like I just hate the fact that cannabis is a schedule one first of all like that's just crazy and then things like that what you're telling me like a felony just for having a cartridge but I mean I get like I also get the other side I try to always like see both sides of things and be like okay it's you're they're trying to keep people safe whatever black market cartridges can be dangerous all these different things but then at the same time it all just is like it's just not fair that like that it's still illegal in some and it's still so punishable in so many places and even like I don't know I could complain I probably shouldn't but I could complain about like how hard it is to be a cannabis creator even though cannabis is so much less dangerous than alcohol and then you have like alcohol content everywhere all like 
every direction all the time. Like I could complain about that too. But then, you know, there are just, I guess, bigger issues, which, you know, are just, I don't, I, it's just that cannabis is still illegal for some people. And then sometimes you just go, I can't change the world. I can't, or I can change the world. I can't fix all the problems in the world. So maybe I should just like smoke a bowl and calm down. <laughs> so that's kind of where I end up a lot of the time. Well, I, th- I think you are helping with the content too. And I feel you on the uh, cannabis creation aspect because it's hard. A lot of my videos have gotten fucked with. My channel was almost completely gone like six mm-hmm. months ago. And uh-huh. like, it, it's shitty, but like, I'm also somebody like, like you who likes to see both sides and it's like of at least my situation and like the silver lining of it all is kind of just you just gotta keep creating it'll keep happening i guess i don't know that's what i tell myself but the cool thing too is like us cannabis creators can't market the conventional ways yeah too like i don't you know what i mean like we can't a lot of people with their stuff or even if even if because i've had products and clothes and stuff i've wanted to try to excel and go traditional marketing and i realized that couldn't happen from the get-go such as ads and stuff so that's a really cool thing i think about the cannabis and like industry and what we're doing here on video is that um it's all organic it's all real you know what i mean absolutely you know that's a really good point like i (laughs) I kind of spend some time complaining about it, like, to my, or thinking about, like, the negatives of that. Like, oh, my channel got demonetized because it did after, like, months of me waiting to see if I could get the channel monetized. And it got demonetized. And I was like, my, that's not right. That's not fair. But then at the end of the day, you're right. That's a really good point. Like, now my people can know. And I was kind of thinking this when I was, like, writing out a comment about it. I need to make a video on it and, like, explain the situation to everybody. Um, I mean, maybe just for a topic, a talking point. But, um, But it's, like... I guess that could be a good thing. You kind of know I'm not doing it for money, like, because I can't make money off of it, really. Like, the things I do to make money are definitely not the YouTube channel. I I wish I could make money from what I do. And a lot of people assume just from watching my videos that I, like, make money off of it. So that's kind of annoying. But, um, like, yeah. You'll be able to, though, and you you can. It's just... But it, it's just it's just a, like a different route. And that's and that's what I've really fallen in love with, too, is like with this podcast and other videos, too, is working with companies, figuring stuff out, um, affiliate deals, video deals per whatever. And um, I don't know. I, I feel like there's yeah. a lot of value in your content and I'm uh, it's there. But it's also Thank cool, you. too, to like be real, I, like because I did monetize for a while, too. And I think I made um, not shit. <laughs> 80 yeah, bucks but exactly. they, they barely serve ads and as soon as i was like okay maybe i'll get a little hundred dollar check it's like no mm-hmm. you're a demon i think they just yeah. let you earn it i i don't know yeah. I, I would have to talk to more creators who've reached that amount and there's like but i was like it's all good it's how many months did it take to get that like yeah and w- having my subscribers like my uh, you know everybody have to deal with seeing that before but i know too though a lot of people would comment and be like I watched the whole ad to like give you some love. I'm like, oh, that's cool, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's always good when you get that kind of positive feedback. And it, yeah, it's interesting to see the way um, it's going in Florida. I I think I don't know. Has that I've I've like barely been to Florida. My little sis, my younger sister just moved there. I always call her my little sister, but mm-hmm, she, yeah. <laughs> she's not that much. And um, but it's just like I feel like it has that Cali vibe, you know. Like, yeah, a little bit. That's what's like Yeah, it's a different <laughs> world. I mean, I know, I know it's when I think of, because I just think of like party life when I think of Florida. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot of wild people. Like, I don't know how else. To, that's my first thought. Is, it's just like, I don't know. Everyone I've, I grew up in Florida my whole life. I was born here, raised here. 
And um, I've moved away like a couple of times for short jaunts, but I always come like came back apparently. So I guess it's my forever place. And I don't know. At first, like for many years, actually, I was like, oh, I'm so not, I'm so not the type of person that would live in Florida. But I've definitely like at least gotten over myself to a certain degree to where I'm like, no, one, you are crazy and you do belong in Florida. Like two, what's wrong with crazy people? They are fun. So just live it out and have fun with it. Like, fuck it. And it's, it, there's a lot of good here. There's a lot of good here and there's always good and bad everywhere too. So it's all about what you want to focus on, you know? That's what I think. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. And I agree with you too. Is like the diversity aspect, just like seeing, seeing crazy, seeing everything. Mm-hmm. Instead yeah. of being, you know, you can go out and be somewhere else where it's really chill, but it's good to see that. Yeah. At least, I think. Yeah. And there's definitely like, yeah. And I guess like, since I'm kind of speaking for Florida and sometimes people come at me for like not representing Florida correctly, I should also say not everyone in Florida is crazy at all. Like there's definitely a lot of really, really chill, laid back, (laughs) awesome people. And no, it's, it's good. I didn't mean anything like negative by that. I think Florida just gets a certain representation in the media because like the Florida man meme is just viral, I guess. (laughs) I'm not familiar with the meme, but I, I, I do, I am familiar with like, that's just why I said like party time. vibe, like that's just in my head. But I think too, now that I say this, is that the uh, cannabis industry will help chill that out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. still, it's go. a party vibe, but it's like, oh, everybody, you know, there's still people who love to smoke and chill. So yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I just see it all as such like a uniting force, you know, like talking about cannabis through this podcast right now and everything um, in Cali to Florida right now, it's like different yeah. time zones as far away as we can get in the U.S., right? right. Yeah, like. yeah. I do love that aspect about cannabis, too. I mean, I have to say that's probably like the, I don't want to say it's the number one reason, but it's like a really a big reason why I've stayed in the space and been like, yeah, like I want to keep doing this and just stay doing cannabis stuff. Like the people in the community are very interesting, really cool, um, and they're everywhere. And you just never know like who you're going to meet in this in this like community, in this space. So it is really cool. And like I like when you reached out to me, I was just like, yeah, I mean, you make canvas content. I make canvas content. Yours looks good. Mine looks good. Let's like, make it. Let's do it. Let's do a collab. Like, so. Like I said, it feels good to have you on because before, and that's where I find the silver lining again with this whole COVID is because I'd never done Skype podcasts. I'd always done them in the studio or I did a couple at home. And it's really, it just kind of opened my eyes, like talking to other people across and learning, you know, from everybody. Oh, but but awesome. that being said as well, you know, if ever you and your boyfriend are in California, we'd love to have you in a studio, have a podcast there and yeah. come awesome. chill, <laughs> hook you up with some good weed and stuff. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, we should keep in touch because, I mean, I would love to make it out to California once everything settles down, once traveling is like, you know, more mindless again. And but yeah, I would, I'd love that. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because, uh, yeah, I'd love to have, let me know anytime. It's weird with the traveling because I was supposed to. So I'm getting married in um oh, September. Oh, thank you. Awesome. And I was supposed to have like a bachelor's party with the brothers uh, here this month in like two weeks. So we're like texting today, like what's going on? Like, I'm like, I don't know if it's chill. You guys can come. They're like, I don't know. So we're trying to figure it out. Like, to wow. your point, traveling is uh, traveling stuff right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I hope you get I hope that all works out with um, as little trouble as possible. And, you know, and I hope it goes amazing. I mean, it will. I, I think it can be amazing if you if you go into it being like, I want this day to be amazing. <laughs> you can't fail. So. <laughs> I, I love your outlook. I'm the same way. I'm the yeah. same way. Yeah. So that's awesome. Good for you. And yeah. thank you for sharing those good vibes on this uh, True Bud Show podcast today. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. <laughs>
And who knows, maybe we could do like, yeah, for sure. It's my pleasure. I know you said thank you a couple times when I was talking, and I was like, kind of just kept going a little bit, but you know, thank you. <laughs> with, with, cause there's lag, I feel like with Skype sometimes. Like, oh, that's the difference between the studio too. Like, being in person, there's nothing quite like it. Like, Skype is awesome, but like when you're in person, the, there's just like a little lag, I feel like, on Skype sometimes. But yeah. it's been a great talk today, and I thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. I hope it sounds good uh, when we're all done, and I'm sure I'm sure it will. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, thank <laughs> for... you. Uh, oh, for sure. And I want to say one last thing. I usually ask people, kind of put them on the spot. Yeah. Okay. Great. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um, what, what's one last thing you would uh, want to leave our uh, viewers and listeners with, like, in the cannabis space, maybe, like, because you do – content or whatever it is or just anything in general a couple last things you'd like to say possibly yeah um i mean off the top of my head just uh keep going and don't give up on what you're doing unless that's what you really want to do like listen to listen to your listen to that inside like intuition that you have that tells you like maybe i should make that youtube channel that i've been thinking about for eight months or whatever you know like just i don't know think about what could maybe happen and don't don't focus so much on the bad things that could happen or whatever. Like just jump into things and keep it going and keep the positivity going too. Cause that'll carry you through a lot of everything really positivity. Goes <laughs> <on>. <laughs> it, it really does. Yeah. It really exactly. does. Words of words of wisdom right there. Yeah. L.E.K. Thank you for coming on as I'm coughing from this vape. Good <laughs> yeah. to have you. And uh, we'll stay in touch. This video will be uh, podcast will be coming up soon. So thank you. Can't wait. All right. Talk to you later. All right. <laughs> This is True Buzz, that Mary Jane, now we ain't new to this. For my stoners and for my cannabis enthusiasts. Never heard a show as good as this. Yeah, number one, it's the best. Bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis. Business owners to growers, even artists you know of. So sit back and just roll up the perfect show for my smokers. True Buzz.